Okay, are we ready to podcast? I'm ready to podcast. Are you ready to podcast? Are you ready to podcast? I'm never... ready, kids. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you ready to podcast, Mr. Are you ready for this? Can you feel it, Mr. Krabs? Are you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? Mr. Krabs, are you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? Mr. Krabs, you're gonna miss the pantyrade. Alright. We're coming at you live from my new house. Oh, oh my god, we're in a new house. Hold on, let me figure out. Yeah, that was all recorded. Oh, that's gonna be so cute or podcast, a Pretty Little Liars podcast where we're watching and discussing every episode of Pretty Little Liars one at a time, spoiler free. My name is Emily. I'm Kelly. And I'm Addie. Emily and Kelly have seen all of Pretty Little Liars and Addie's experiencing the show for the first time. This week we're discussing season one, episode six, There's No Place Like Homecoming. This episode was written by Maya Goldsmith and directed by Norman Buckley. You definitely said mitten. (laughs) (laughs) Like you had the M from Maya and you said mitten by Maya Goldsmith. (laughs) I'll try again. I can't see. Now I can. Good. This episode was written by Maya Goldsmith and directed by Norman Buckley. There's No Place Like Homecoming originally aired on Tuesday, July 13th, 2010. This is the one where the homecoming dance is supposed to be a time for fun, but for four pretty little liars, disturbing secrets threaten to ruin their perfect night. Last week, Addie's predictions included (laughs) Byron sleeping with Allie and murdering her, Mona and Jenna are friends and are both A together, a might go after Ezra and try to compromise him, uh, and the, every prior prediction still stands. Uh, and Hannah breaks into see Jenna's file. Cool. Well then. <laughs> and previously on Pretty That's Little Liars, uh, we got lipstick. Blind girl can't see. Toby is the guide dog. Woof woof. Hannah is bad at elevators. Mom is pissed. Trying to find Jenna's file. Alex, Sean, relationships. Fitz knows about A. 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 <laughs> Alrighty then, let's get into it. Wow, what a fun time. Yeah, so for everybody out there listening, this week, none of us had any time to watch the episodes individually, so we have just finished watching the episode. And we're recording immediately. So That's not true. I had plenty of time to watch the okay. episode. <laughs> there was time. I just, just didn't do it. <laughs> I had the time. I just am lazy. When I plan to watch it, like I do every time the morning of, I couldn't. My water was off in my yeah. apartment. So. Yeah. It's not that dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a dramatic week. A lot of things have happened. We've felt a lot of things, we thought a lot of things, we did a lot of things, and now we're here. And from my house to Aria's house, 
we end because that's where the episode begins. No, no, no. I was trying to segue, but it immediate thought in that house and that scene I was like why is Arya so glamorous when she's so like been in I bed know. forever I'm like she's like so her like, hair's done up her makeup's, her makeup's done, done she's got like glam slats on listen when you're sad <laughs> over a boy you don't do your makeup you barely wash your face some bullshit yeah um I put my notes for like the whole that whole main part of the episode are sad Arya is sad Girls to the rescue, platform flip flops? Question mark. <laughs> I love. Oh, they call it a mag rag or a rag mag too. Like <laughs> nobody says that anymore. Yeah. It's so good. I like. This was a good scene. So, uh, Addie and I had noticed that this episode felt a lot shorter because yeah. a lot of these scenes, they're all together for like the entire episode. They're, like, in one location for, a, like, the whole thing. They're basically at school or Arya's house the yeah. entire episode. They, I don't think they're anywhere. I don't think I have any other location except the school and Arya's bedroom. Not even Arya's house, just her bedroom. Um, Hannah goes to the oh, therapist. Oh, to the therapist. Okay, yeah, but that's pretty But even short. then, like... It's, like, short compared to everything else. And so, like, and every... she's calling. Like, she connected the story back to... Sp- or, uh, when she called Spencer. Like, yeah. Like, she didn't just do it all by herself. She wasn't just there by herself. She, like, called it back. Yeah, so... This episode felt really short because we're used to, like, all of these quick-cut, like, different scenes over and over again. And here we are, like, at school the whole time. Um, which I thought was interesting. Uh, all of the girls think that Arya is sad about mom and dad, but really she's sad because Fitz is mad at her. I know. I feel like Arya would, at the end of the day, just be upset that her parents are splitting, but also kind of like relieved in a way. Yeah, like she doesn't have to keep it to a herself huge weight off of her shoulders. Yeah, like it's no longer in her hands. I really like Hannah in this first scene. Yeah, I really she's yeah. like keeping it real. She's and like then I wrote, super Hannah's a fucking real one. She's like yep. super defending Emily without being obvious about it. Like she kind of contradicts some of the good that she's been doing by yes. later inviting Maya to homecoming. Um, but I think she did it with a good heart though. Same yeah. here. But like she's but. just she's been so good about like not indicating what she knows. She's just been, like, defending Emily to defend Emily. Yeah. Like, and she's been really smooth about the whole thing. And then she, like, kind of, it, like, slipped up. Where she's been, like, really smooth about everything. And then all of a sudden she's like, hey. I think in my heart it feels like she's trying to, what's the word? Like, she's trying to gently say to Emily, like, hey, I know, and it's fine. Well, no, she's trying to say, like, no matter what, it's going to be fine, initially. And then she wants it to be, like, a, I know, and it's still okay. Yeah. And I think bringing Maya into it is her way of being, like, no, I mean it, it's really okay, I'm aware, and, like, I'm Right, and then, like, and we know, but they don't know that they're having two different conversations Mm -hmm. instead of the same one. Because Emily keeps thinking about Toby when she's, like, having these conversations and 
like because Emily doesn't think anybody knows about uh-huh. the Maya thing because Hannah kept that to herself. Um, oh, and then we end this the cut or the cold open with the fortune cookie message, which I think is one <laughs> oh of my, my favorite gosh. A messages. Like I really like. We almost named our podcast something to do with this. Yeah, we were we were thinking because um, the. The uh, fortune cookie says, like, lions and tigers and bitches. Oh, my. There's no place like homecoming. So we, like, our tagline right now on social media is liars in trench coats and bitches, oh, my. Because it's, like, pulling things out of the show. And I wanted to change tigers to something, so Kelly and I picked something else. Um, But... uh, it, it, like that's where it comes from, and we almost like we almost made that the name of the podcast. Yeah, just liars, tigers, and bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been weird. The three scariest cats in the jungle. So, so what podcasts are you listening to? Kelly <laughs> and I, tigers and bitches. Kelly and I were hanging out, <laughs> and we were like, "Oh my god, let's start Pretty Little Liars from the beginning." And we made it to this episode, and both of us were like, we could do a podcast about Pretty Little Liars. And so we started, like, brainstorming names and stuff during this episode. So, like, in my little list of brainstorms, I also have If It Walks Like a Duck and Quacks Like a Duck. It's a freaking duck. Oh, As, like, a title option. It should have just been, it's a freaking duck. <laughs> I would have loved that. We had that, I think, as a title option. Was It's a freaking duck. duck. Um... And then we cut to the theme song. Maybe we'll change the name now. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's change the name. The podcast is just, it's a freaking duck. It's a freaking duck now. Thank you. I like Lucas. Oh, I love Lucas. Yeah! I, I knew you so would. I knew you would like Lucas. Okay, Ugh. so oh. we've never watched an episode with Addie in the same room. Yeah, Her reactions make own. me very happy. <laughs> Um, but also, like, so this scene <laughs> opens on, this scene opens on Sean talking to an unknown person about, God bless Yellow? Me. Pink. Fuck me. <laughs> um, so this scene opens on Virgin Club, but we don't know that. Sean's just talking oh to God. an unknown person about how mom and dad are gone this weekend and, and I'm ready to do ready. it. And and Addie's sitting next to me freaking out and then it pans out and it's not Hannah and she's like, what? (laughs) She's like, oh. Oh yeah, no, because the minute when he's like, I'm ready to do it, I was like, so romantic. (laughs) Yeah. And then we find out it's Virgin Club and Lucas is in Virgin Club. (laughs) Lucas is in Virgin Club and then Hannah has to seduce him and he just goes, yes. (laughs) Here's my other question. So, Hannah was jealous about the girl driving Sean to Virgin Club. Mm-hmm. Why did Sean have to be driven to Virgin Club if it's at his school? Because it's before school. I, I guess. So, like, if he wanted, if he needed, he needed a way to get to school because he couldn't drive himself. Right, but like, so he, it's, it just feels like they can walk everywhere in this town. So, a, why does anybody <laughs> need to drive to school? But B, it just, like, it seemed weird. Uh, they yeah, say so, it's at school. Okay, so they... She goes to a different school? That's that's why I was confused. So I thought Virgin oh. Club was at, like, a, like, a, not even at school, but at, like, a secondary location. No. So, okay, that so, makes more sense. 
whoever the girl is, she's head cheerleader at other oh, school, school across the town or across the way, right? Um, but the the club has always happened at their school. She gotcha, drives, and it's just like whoever. School. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, um, I thought I just was... wrote Lucas in all caps with lots of. I wrote Lucas, my man, in all caps. I wrote my dude. <laughs> Uh, I think you said my doodle out as well. It's <laughs> very possible because he is Luke, my dude. Lucas shows up to homecoming just to take photos. Oh, so sweet. Um, I, I don't know. I have a thing for like the self-deprecating nerd. Like very oh, like do. very like Xander from Buffy. Oh, Even though Xander's God. kind of a douchebag when yes. you really think about it, Luke is very cute. Um, but like the self self-deprecating nerd thing is like a type. Um, also, Lucas plays Wii by himself. I know. I was like, also, I, like, I, I play Wii alone. The Toby and Lucas parallels in this episode are insane. Like, Toby talks about listening to a band alone in his room. Listening he does to the whole... alone isn't a scene. <laughs> like, he also <laughs> does the, like, self-deprecating thing, too. So they're, like, they're very, like, similar characters in different ways yeah it's the same like character same, like, frame with a different background yeah um i thought that was interesting uh aria's very dramatic in the hallway with fits okay i immediately i just wrote aria stop being so obvious yeah, oh my god like, like, you don't do that I mean, neither I of them can't... knows how to be discreet yeah i'm yeah. really surprised that like they haven't gotten called out yet it, yeah. because it's uh well if a knows like b and c know that's your b and c and everyone else knows that's one of my favorite lines in this entire thing oh, yeah i really like that <laughs> uh gaga for gaga yep, was also I a pretty that. solid one. oh and when when wrong. emily is like he's like toby's like oh, i'll pick you up at nine and she goes cool it starts but at eight, it starts at eight. <laughs> <laughs> mm. There was a lot of quotes that I wrote down in this episode. Um, My entire thing is I love Hannah and a bunch of quotes. I was wondering how... Oh, wait. Oh, crap. Oh, when Mona comes in and, like, brings up that Spencer is going with Alex or whatever. I was like, how would she know that? Word gets around. Yeah, Mona's Mona's like in the. Okay, I was just I was curious because I was like, no one else other than my sister. I mean, again, but also all the Spencer is running the whole prom, prom not prom homecoming. Homecoming. There's no place like homecoming. Spencer's like (laughs) planning the whole thing, so like, if she was bringing a date, that would be like common knowledge. Interesting. Um. I also wrote Mona's back in all caps because it's been a couple... Yeah. It's been a hot minute, like a couple episodes since we've seen Mona. Um, she says Cinderfella. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> um, I also, I made a note of the fact that like the girls are back together, like the four of them are back together and Mona's getting pushed to the side again. So she's getting very like defensive and insecure. Boo, hoo, hoo, how dare you take my Hannah from me. Yeah. Well, it's also funny that she hasn't been like in the show. <laughs> But, like, also, kind of in Mona's defense, too, like, her and Hannah bonded over being the losers, and now they're the it girls, and now, like, what is Mona without Hannah? And so, like, I think Mona's insecurities come from, like, she's not going to be able to do it alone. Like, if Hannah Hannah bails, bails, Mona's screwed. Oh, yeah. 
Um, also, this is where we see Toby's tattoo. 901. Oh, okay, that shirt came up for like a very long time. It took <laughs> a long time yeah. to pull that thing down. Let me tell Everybody you. Everybody sick chat. Yeah. Also, what a weird tattoo. Yeah, it was. Like, it's definitely like very prison tattoo-y, like... I think that's, that's what I put. Intense. I also I put there. I was like, either it's prison tattoo or like, what if he went to the psych ward or something? like a crazy he, place. He did go to reform school. We knew that. Like that was where he was. Um, like, but yeah, and then we and then later we learned that nine oh one September first is the day that Allie disappeared. So that gives us kind of like a concrete. Is nine oh one the name of that beer? Eight oh five. Thank you. Oh, because that's the area that's through. Yeah, we're right. in the 805 at the moment. Okay. September 1st was a Tuesday. Weird. So, if it was the night before school started, then... that checks out. Yeah. Because that Monday would be Memorial Day and/or Labor Day, whichever one happens in September. Yeah. La- or La- Labor Day was the next Monday, the 7th. So it was right before school started. Yeah, so it would have been okay. like the week before school started. Enough time for Iris to be like, let's peace the fuck out. Yeah, well, Let us or, to if, Iceland. or if they had already, like, Sorry, I'm I'm assuming they had already planned the trip. So oh, like, yeah. So, like, this was like their last hurrah before her family left. So then that would follow that timeline of Arya missed all of sophomore year of high school. Yeah. And then they came back. Like essentially, uh, uh, they came out like a little over a year. Yeah, because yeah. so they came they back the night right back in school, school started. Yeah, yeah. Now we finally have a timeline. Yeah, that makes a little bit What's more up, sense. What's up, guys? What's that? Except homecoming for us was always like the week October. before, like Halloween. Yeah, yeah. But well, it's like, I'm like this is a short amount of weeks enough, for. I like, mean, there's a lot going on. I mean, it, like, it could be October. We're six episodes in, depending on how the timeline spaces out That's what I over the first couple of episodes. Like, this, could, maybe it's early October, so, like, instead of the yeah. end of October, it's the beginning. Ours but. was usually, I got my license October 20th. I don't even remember that. Because it was during Spirit Week, and I was dressed in entirely tie-dye when I took my test. Okay. I had tie-dye <laughs> paint on my face. My first license is very embarrassing. Um, and that was Spirit Week, so that was Homecoming. And that was late for us. Usually, Homecoming is like earlier in the weeks than that. Earlier in the month than that. Interesting. Yeah, I was just thinking though, for like high school, for like six ish weeks, a lot has gone down. Like, yeah. For like either, we'll say like five to seven weeks. A lot yeah. has gone down in yeah. high school. For sure. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I guess. I feel like nothing has happened so far. Maybe just because, like, more recently I've seen the end of it, which is, like, more dramatic, that this feels slow. Mm. Maybe. Who's to say? Cool. Um... But yeah, so Toby asks Emily to homecoming, and she says sure, and then that's where we get the line that's like, I'll pick you up at nine, and she's like... She's like, cool, it starts at eight. I also thought it was really cute that she's like, that Emily's like, oh, I thought you thought, you'd think these things are lame, and he's like, 
I do think they're lame, but I don't think you're lame. Oh, and I wrote lame. <laughs> I wrote Toby and Emily lame, but more in like a cute, like, yeah. lame, but uh, like when I say gross. And then Alex shows up at school Ooh. and sexually sticks downward the poker. <laughs> he was sticking money in her pocket. Both agreed she looked, yeah, that's what it came off as, but <laughs> Kelly disagreed there. I did. <laughs> she was exchanging goods and services. She was exchanging nothing. He was paying her back for homecoming tickets. Yeah. Um, and also, Maya's and fucking service. jazz band people. I love her. She's like, that checks mm. out, I think. Yeah. I'm think excited about it. She's cool enough. To like not be in marching band, but not so cool Excuse that she's out you? of music. <laughs> Excuse you. I marching like... band people were very cool. No. We did marching band. Emily and met you. <laughs> we did marching band like once a year uh, for Memorial Day. We weren't as serious. Oh, we were we were a very serious marching band. What did you play? Trumpet. Yeah, four years. I started in middle school in concert band, and then I played trumpet oh, for four years in high band. school. And I did color guard. And I've ever played. Um, and then Hannah invites Maya to homecoming on behalf of Emily, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the episode of Jenna just sitting alone in places, <laughs> okay. being blind and it alone was in so places. It funny because the camera was on Jenna. And then when, oh, shoot, there was one part, um, like, every damn, t- wait, wait, sorry, um, but it was last week they said the psychotherapy, oh. but it had it, the way the caption came up, it made it look like she just sat there and was whispering without moving her mouth, psychotherapy, and I was like, what a weird moment, it was very funny, sorry. But, like, that's, that's the thing, is, like, the way that they put Jenna in this episode, she's just, like, she's in places. everywhere. Like, she's, she's in places not doing anything. Yeah. Like, if she was in places doing things, sure. She was just, like, like sitting and waiting for Toby, but she like, was just, like, sitting there staring. And then at the homecoming dance, she's just sitting on a bench in the middle of then, everything doing nothing. And then in the house and of then mirror, in the house of mirror, Like, how'd she get in there? <laughs> like, she very gets to walk. walk. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like... Very they were in there obviously. pretty far, and she went in there pretty far. Like, and she was already in there, walk. like silently hiding yeah. when the girls came in. So, like, they didn't hear her like banging around. I guess she wouldn't really her. benefit from a house of mirrors either. Like, yeah. the point of the house of mirrors is to like be it's like the oh, visual like, stimulation. She's yeah. never really. We haven't seen her really walking anywhere without someone like assisting her. Yeah, that awkward moment between her and Toby after school, yeah. though, and then you get the yeah. payoff of finding out like what happened to spark the Jenna thing. Also, okay, so when we were talking in a, a few episodes ago, I think it was in the Jenna thing episode about how like we were debating whether it was only Jenna in the shed or it was Toby oh, and Jenna yeah, in the yeah. shed. So. I had this vivid memory of them talking, or of them flashing back to Allie being like, and I know that you are fucking your sister, like, your stepsister, whatever she says to him. Did you imagine her saying, I know you are fucking your stepsister (laughs) on ABC Family? (laughs) Oh. In 2010. In 2010? Oh my god. And at the time, 
Sasha Peterson was like 12. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. That's what I want in this world. Um, but like that clip. So like I had that moment very clearly in my head in relation to the Jenna thing. So that's why I was so confused because I'm like I'm pretty sure Allie saw them having sex. But also in this moment I forgot that Allie's like you were peeping in my window for years and he's like I wasn't doing that and she's like yeah well I've been looking in yours and I it's know. like, like Allie. Allie, Allie, <laughs> it's not how this works. Like, you can't do a thing and then be like, oh, I was looking through your window, so that means you were looking through mine. Like, that's not how the world works, sweetie. I spy on you? Because you're obviously spying on me. <laughs> yeah, bizarre. She's a muggles. <laughs> um, we find out Hannah left the door unlocked to the psych. Yeah, you, like, oh. watch her do that. I don't think she did a very good job of it. I thought it just looked like, <laughs> when I watched it quickly, it looked like she just tapped it. I was like, cool. It's like, it's, but I, I know she was I trying to lock it. I what you're going for, yeah. but also. The um, mechanism of it's supposed to be like a child lock. So, like, the point of it is you can, like, on doors like that where it's a public place, you can push that button and the door won't accidentally lock. So it's like those are those are like locking mechanisms that go on like schools and like things like that so that and like therapist office or doctor's offices so you can leave it perpetually unlocked until you're ready for it to be locked in theory that like that's the I don't know if that exact mechanism that they used in the show is that but that's what they were going for interesting that sounds ridiculous but I'm on board because that's one of those, like, this door is to remain unlocked during business hours kind of deal. Um, <laughs> this door is my door. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go back to Aria's house. So we were at Aria's house, then we're at school, and that now we're back at Aria's house. Freaking ugly dress. <laughs> the red one? Yeah! Oh. Like, a cut like that can be so cute, but Man, the other yeah, one was style. very flattering. I literally didn't finish this note. It just says they all think Aria is sad. And I was like, well, duh, she's sad. I got distracted by my own notes for a second there. Um, but yeah, and the two dresses that Hannah picks out for her are neither of the dresses that Aria oh, yeah, wears. Oh, no. yeah, I was like, why is Aria not wearing one of the dresses? Um, and then we show up to Homecoming, and Melissa's there, and we find out that she got called to present the homecoming king and queen Which is, because she's a former homecoming queen it's just interesting I mean, it just makes no sense we didn't have that we had like i so, can see it being a tradition like it sounds like a small for my tradition. high school we had alumni come back to like play with the marching band for homecoming because mm-hmm. like homecoming was always a big like alumni come back to the football game and like that's that like kind the of point stuff. Of but that's the football game like, at the homecoming dance, it was meant for the people that attend the school. Like, anything that was done that involved alumni was done during the homecoming football game. Yeah. Also, there is no football game. I mean, the football game would have been the day after. Oh. Ours was always the day Ours before. was the day of. Or the day of, yeah. Or, yeah, the day of or the day before. The same day? Like, you had a football game and a dance on the same day? Yeah, it'd be like football game and then dance. What? Or football game Friday, dance on Saturday. We'd have like the football game. It'd be That's right. Yes, you football on Friday. That's how sports yeah. work. Um, we football on Saturday. 
every Friday for four years. Because we didn't have Friday lights, years. so we couldn't oh, do night games. We had lights. Home. Oh, we had lights. Our uh, stadium was John Elway Stadium at my high school because John Elway graduated from my high school, and that's my ours only was Poppy Yoder. Well, your Poppy Yoder Field, and it was at it's our middle field. school. Uh, well, it's not my middle school, but like a middle school in our district, because our middle school used to be a high school. Like my grandma went to that middle school as her high school Ooh. when she was like a child. Interesting. She's now, well, she's now deceased, but she's a very old lady. She was a lot. Is that what Mojito Mimosa Grammy? That's Mimosa Grammy. Yeah. Aww. Other Grammy is is Party Gram. She's the one that we did shots with, and she's also the one I went mudding with. Oh, man. My other grandma, my grandma always used to get an extra dry Manhattan on the rocks with a twist. Nice. Oh, yeah, my uh, mimosa grandma, my cousin was asking her, he was like, Grandma, like, is there anything you want? Like, do you need a pillow or a blanket? I can get you a mimosa. And the last thing she said to us was, Oh, yes! <laughs> And then she passed away. She passed away shortly after. It was great. We love Graham. Both of her grandmas are party grandmas. <laughs> when you when you try hard enough. Yeah, if you work hard and believe in yourself, both grandmas can be party grandmas. Uh, <laughs> Melissa's a bitch. Yo, she yeah, sucks. I just wrote Melissa is awful. Except Melissa's Why was going she... to ruin Spencer. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's messed up. Like, Why would she say that to Alex? Like, I get it, you hate your sister, but also don't be a Well, okay, so she's so she knows that Spencer stole the essay, and then she makes, like, the big deal about, like, you couldn't be sorry, you're never sorry kind of a thing. And then, um... And then she's, like... She looks like she's gonna fuck with Alex. Like, whether it's they're gonna... It looks like she's gonna bone him. It looks like she wants to have sex with him. She's like, hello, excuse me, you're gonna bone my child sister, but, like, bone me instead. I know I'm an adult and you're not. She made out with my fiancé, so I'm gonna make out with you. That's what I thought. I was like... Yeah, she gives him, like, bedroom eyes. Spencer isn't being nice. What if Melissa tries my kiss? (laughs) Like, that would be very weird. Um, and let's see... I can't stand her. I like that. Oh, the I loved voice... Mona's quote. Sorry. It looks like her hair got in a fight with her face and they both lost. <laughs> yep. <sighs> I really liked that all of the boys offered to be Arya's date too. Yeah. They were like, yeah, I'm down. We can share. Like, of course, we got you. You're not going to be alone. Yeah, yeah. Weird Chris, strange. I'm assuming that's it was Chris Butter Butterchini's or whatever his last name his was. Last name wasn't Batowski. That he took <laughs> that he, it might have been. That he took Lisa but wanted to take Aria. And then um she was like, I'm not in, I'm not into it. <laughs> She's like, Yeah, he doesn't think you're into him. She's like, I'm not. <laughs> uh and then when oh, I know that man from Iceland whose name Hannah can't pronounce. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my next note is Lucas. Boo! Shut the fuck up, Mona. Oh my god! Because she was so mean to him. She was nasty. Okay, and then like we get the nickname Hermie because they all think that Lucas is a hermaphrodite, and that like that Hannah shuts that shit down. Yeah, like oh, that was rough yeah. too. Poor you Lucas. Just have my heart. 
I love face. Lucas. And Hannah's so much yeah. better. Like, remember you hated her in the first episode? Yep. Do you she still was, hate her? No, no. That's why she I'm was saying. bad I in really the pilot. Like, she's done like she was annoying, but she's been doing a lot of better things. But still, there will be something she does. And I'm like, <laughs> stop being old, Hannah. <laughs> yeah. Stop being four weeks ago, Hannah. <laughs> stop being pilot, Hannah. That Hannah <laughs> is so the pilot. <laughs> Um, also, we get Mona's, like, real, like, social status freak out yeah. in this moment, where she's like, yeah. if you're gonna take steps back... If you're back, gonna go kam- kamikaze, don't you dare take me yeah. with me. I will pull your ripcord or something. Yeah. Cut your ripcord, whatever. She's, like, a pain. Um, I love this episode. This, this was be, a really solid episode. Good There's a solid chance this is my favorite one. I'll let you know if that changes, but I think this might be my favorite episode of Pretty Little Liars. This is the episode when I think PLO, I think there's no place like homecoming. I think I could have not watched this episode and been able to participate in this conversation. Like, like it's in my brain. I get that. Aria and Fitz awkwardly at the beanbag just... toss. Like, <gasps> yes! they're so bad at being subtle. They yeah, are. they're talking about this. There's literally kids throwing beanbags right by their head, and they're like, who's A? Tell me. Tell me why you won't sleep with me. It's so like... officially, that reminds me, officially, Fitz is the first person outside of the circle to know about A. Yeah. Yeah. And she almost told him about, like, Allie's disappearance and the Jenna yeah. thing in, like, last summer. Well, he knows and then she disappearance. Right. But, I mean, like, she almost started, like, filling him in on things, and then she saw her friends and was like, mm, maybe I shouldn't. We promised. So, yeah. So, that's super interesting. We oui. wee. Draven's sleeping on his paw. Oh, oh yeah, we have a special guest host today. His name is Draven. He's, He's sleeping. Emily's dog. Hey. He's sleepy over there. Um, what else? Oh, Emily's like it feels like Emily's trying to date Toby to like prove to herself yeah. that she likes boys. Yeah, it feels very much like. Oh, this is a boy that treats me well. This is a boy I should like. I'm going to like him. Yeah, yeah. and it, it's cute that they walked in holding hands, but it sucks for Maya because Maya was so excited, and then yeah, she gets let I think down. I get what Hannah was doing, but I said I felt bad because that was gonna put Maya or Maya and Emily in like a really it, it weird puts spot. them in an awkward place. Yeah, because like. Now Maya is mad at both Emily and Hannah, and even maybe herself, because it's like, well, Hannah told me that you wanted me here, so, like, what are what does Hannah know? And then Emily blames Maya for Hannah knowing something, mm-hmm. and yeah. it all just, like, it's all just a big mess. Like, it, like Hannah, that's, a, like, Hannah will do very, very nice things, and I'm like, oh, like, you could do them a different way. Um... <gasps> God, I hope for life. Okay. We're having some technical difficulties, friends. But, uh, but yeah, so, like, they don't know that Emily's talking about Toby. But, so, the whole time, or they don't know Emily's hanging out with Toby. So, the whole time, Hannah thinks that there's absolutely no way that it could be anyone except Maya. Right. Which is why, like, it's fair for her to assume that she could just be like, well, Emily wants you there. Yeah. Which Emily does. 
Right. Emily would like to be going to yeah. homecoming with Toby her. at some point says, did you come with the wrong person? Before he gets really <laughs> creepy when they're in the chem yeah. lab. Yeah. Um, and she slices him. Yeah! That brain, man. Whew. Beat that boy up. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Safety first. Um, Ooh, also, safety first. The, so, <laughs> Emily and Toby walk into the room holding hands and all of the lights turn blue and it gets really dramatic. Well, it was blue on the band and the band song stopped. So I think they like did that thing where they like, whoosh, oh, yeah, the, the lights, lights over, go the over the crowd at the end. Yeah. I think, it was just very dramatic. Oh, yes, very. But I think um, that was what they were going for. What else? Oh, I wrote uh, Ultimate Betrayal. You I'm said that done. and I immediately done. thought of the ultimate song from Freaky Friday. <laughs> yeah, a, the ultimate pretty solid automatic don't even try to tell me that you're not the guy cause I've been waiting all my life for someone just like you you're it you're the ultimate you I haven't watched that movie in a really long time <laughs> a very long time um, it's such a fun movie so good. So, that so fun. was so good. Oh, I love those like that. That song. And Gibbs is in that movie. And oh, there's an earthquake. <laughs> Grandpa, pass the milk. <laughs> I said that the other day. We were doing something, and I like shook the table, and I was like, "Grandpa!" And my grandpa looked at me and was very confused, and I was like, "Oh, it's a movie. I'm not talking to you. Sorry." Um. So then... Ultimate betrayal. So then Hannah mentions that, um, that, like, she thought that Emily wanted to take Maya, uh-huh. and Emily's like, how, like... Why would you think why that? Why would you think that? And then they kind of get interrupted, and then we cut to Melissa talking to Alex, and I just wrote, you know, bitch, shut the fuck up. Ugh. Ugh. It makes me so sad. She's such um, a jerk. And then... The boys, like, all of these poor boys keep getting ditched for the girls' drama. So, and like... their haircuts. Yeah, the haircuts. <laughs> okay, the fashion and the haircuts in this episode. Especially very those dude haircuts. Yeah, very 2010. Um, but Hannah goes to get Jenna's file. And then I wrote, Lucas is so cute. And then I wrote, Aria's keeping awkward company. Wait, she was being so awkward. The whole thing with Spencer and the fortune teller and Alex, is that before or after Hannah leaves? After Hannah leaves. Yeah. Got it. I also um, love it's how right they... after, so Hannah leaves, and then, the, and then, and then, they then Alex with... comes up, Okay. and they're like, do you want to, and he's like, do you want to do the fortune teller? And she's like, it's not my thing. And then Emily and Toby like walk off, and she's like, oh, on second thought, let's do it. And she's, like, being distracted. And then the fortune teller is uh, Senorita Rodriguez or whatever from That's the Right Thing. And then she's Kelly, Kelly learned for the first time Gilmore tonight Girls. that she's Gypsy from Gilmore Girls. I, like, I recognized her as both things on independent accounts, but, like, it never registered that... But they were all the that, same person? Yeah, that the woman <laughs> from Gilmore Girls was the same woman from That's So Raven... It blew my mind. 
I think her name's Senorita Rodriguez. No, Senorita Rodriguez is from Wizards of Waverly Place because Justin goes, <coughs> Justin goes, hola, Senorita Rodriguez, me amo biblioteca. And then Someday. he's like, estas la biblioteca. Uh, and then she's like, uh, I think I just told her my name is Library. So today, uh, I watched a YouTube video with Josh Peck. <laughs> The, the Bibliotheca rap reminded me of this. Uh, so Josh Peck is bringing on his old castmates from Drake and Josh to his YouTube channel, and then they, like, watch cringy videos. He had Yvette Nicole Brown on, and I watched that video today, and she was Helen, but then she was also um, Shirley from... She was Helen. Helen from the movie theater in Drake and Josh. Yay! So they watched the best of Shirley. She had surgery at some point. (laughs) Yeah. They watched the best of Shirley first, and then they were, like, talking about it. And she's just, like, the cutest human being. And I like Yvette Nicole Brown a lot. Drake and Josh is on Hulu right now. Oh, (gasps) really? You're lying. Season one and two, I believe. There was one Possibly New Year's all three Eve. seasons, I think. Probably, Probably the best show. New Year's Eve I've ever had. A bunch of us. There was, I'm going to say, ten of us in my friend's basement. We watched High School Musical 1, High School Musical 2, Drake and Josh Go Hollywood. No, what? High School Musical 1, 2, and then the New Year, and then Drake and Josh Go Hollywood. And then we went to sleep and we woke up the next morning and immediately drove to someone else's house to watch High School Musical 3. Perfect. What a good New Year. It was so good. Best year I've ever had. I just Uh, love watching TV. What can I say? They were... were, (laughs) You've seen movies. Those movies. (laughs) Uh, They were also watching uh, scenes from Drake and Josh like in the movie theater. And it's one where... Do you remember Mindy who, like, was Josh's rival. Yeah. Okay, so she ends up being, like, the manager, and she comes running out, and she's like, Crazy Steve has gone bananas, or whatever. And Crazy and Steve is, is iCarly's brother. Yeah, and I freaking love Jerry Trainer, But she comes running out, and the first thing I thought, I was like, oh my god, Mindy reminds me of Spencer from Pretty Little Liars, and that's why my story comes full circle. But yeah, so I was thinking today that Mindy from Drake and Josh and Spencer from Pretty Little Liars are like similar. Yeah, I get that. Um, Ariane Fitz need to keep it in, in their, their pants. pants. Oh my <laughs> gosh, yes. Uh, I adore them, but they need to be smarter. Yeah, this is getting rough. Sad Maya is sad. Oh, I wrote Jenna's a freak because this is where we cut to her just sitting on the bench alone in the middle <laughs> of the room. Um, and if she showed up with Toby, how the hell did she didn't show up with Toby? I don't. No, think. I mean if sorry if Emily showed up with Toby, like how did Jenna just like, <laughs> get Jenna show up? Oh yeah, I think Jenna showed up by herself. I think her parents just dropped her off. Maybe. Um, I wrote down Maya's quote, I was giving you space to come to grips with who you are, not to hide it, and I thought that was, like, super important. Yeah. Because, like, because that was the thing, is, like, Maya wasn't, like, Maya wasn't giving her space so that they would never be together. Maya was, like, giving her space so that Emily could figure out and be okay with them maybe yeah, being a thing. Yeah, because I believe Maya has said in the past, like, I'll wait. Yeah, I think she yeah, said in you. that conversation on the street, she said, I'm, like, I'm gonna wait for you. Yeah. So, Emily expecting her not to wait is kind of surprising, I guess. Yeah. 
Um, and then Fitz gets all jealous because Arya's dancing with Sean, and Fitz has that whole, like, like <laughs> that again, whole meltdown of, like, you, a like, lot seeing of, you with boys your own age, like, ugh, woe is me. Like, a I lot of their relationships... And it's like boiling pasta. It's not even a meal. <laughs> Poor Fitz. He's useless. Uh, but like their relationship is really cute in theory, and they oh, yeah. like the writers do a really good job of making their relationship cute. But then, like if you think about it too hard, like that's the problem with their relationship. If you think about it too hard, it's gross and creepy. Yep. Yeah. But like if you don't think about it too much, like it's this yeah. impassioned speech about him being like. You know, I want to be able to take you to mo- to the movies and we can't do that. Like, it, you know what it mirrors? Is it mirrors, like, the Buffy angel and, like, the Edward Bella, like, the vampire and, like, teenage girl thing where it's like, I want to be able to have a normal relationship with you, but, like, we, like this is a, you know, a freak show. We never whatever. could. Yeah. And then they end up together anyway. So it's like, and it's the same thing. They're doing the same thing with Fitz and Arya. It's the, like, vampire teenager where, and same, I mean, vampire teenager, older yeah. man, younger woman. Because, like, Angel's, what, 145 and Buffy's 16 in the first season? Like, they they play <laughs> real hard on the older man, younger woman thing. But, like, so Fitz has this whole, like, we're a freak show. This isn't, like, this won't work because... We have to hide out and like we can't even enjoy it. Everything's got to be like a secret, and it's like, well, duh. Like we knew this going into it. Did you ever read a book called Carla's Book or Carla's Key? No. Not Carla, Kathy. No, I know about Kathy's Key and Kathy's book. Like I know about them, but I've never read that. There, I've read them. It's this girl. Her, she tries dating this boy, and he's a vampire, and. He takes her blood to see if maybe she has... No, he's a vampire. He's immortal or something. And she take, he takes her blood to see if maybe she also has that gene. And her mom is a nurse and she thinks that her daughter's doing drugs. And then she has to run away to be with this man. And that's kind of all I remember. But similar. Yeah. Like, he's very old and she's, like, 18. Right. And, I, like, when, if you think about it too hard, like, the vampire, like narrative is romantic because it's like the idea of like oh he's crossed so many centuries and we're the ones that are meant to be together but if you think about it even for like a second it's really creepy yep yeah um but like that's kind of if you time travel but that's kind of how the like fitz aria relationship is starting to be framed is very like very like buffy and angel dramatic vampire relationship. Um, and then we get the A message on the tarot card. Which I think is a, like another dope A message. It's yeah. always too fast for me to read it. I think it just says, I think it was, it just said say bye bye, or kiss uh, bye bye to your BFF and there was like lips on it. Yeah. And and then Spencer looks around and she can't see Emily anywhere because her and Toby had locked off. Um, and she was supposed to be keeping an eye on them. Um, oh, and then, oh. I said this out loud, but I made sure to write it down. Fitz and Aria were arguing, and he says, on the record. And I was like, nothing should be on oh, the yeah. record. Your whole relationship needs to be off the record. There's no record. Oh. Oh. Fitz. Oh. 
Um, and then I wrote, everything is falling apart. No! Because Alex gets upset because of stuff that oh Melissa God. said, but Spencer's also distracted. And then Ari and Fitz are having their fight, and then... Yeah. But... Lucas and Hannah are becoming friends. And Lucas I freaking love Lucas. Um, and then we find out that it's Toby's file, not Jenna's. Yeah. Um, so uh, the other note that I had, and this is more of like a like a structural note, is the the phone call between Hannah and Spencer. Like they're still finding ways to make things suspenseful. So like Hannah's phone's dying, so it's breaking up. Yeah, so she can't call them and say like, "Oh, it's Toby." She has to wait to get there. To yeah, because like that was the thing that like I've talked about with other TV shows, and I'm gonna keep referencing Buffy because that's like what's in my head. But like a lot of the stuff in like the TV shows in the '90s, the suspense was based on the fact that like I couldn't call you. So, like, there was a lot of Buffy suspense moments where Giles is researching in the library, Buffy's off doing something, and then Giles is like, I found it, but, like, how the fuck am I going to tell Buffy? Like, and so, like, I like that even in an era of phones, they're, like, trying to find ways to make it suspenseful. So, same thing with, like, Emily and Toby later. She, like, Toby tells her not to answer, so she doesn't, and then, like, she gets the text. And it, like, takes a minute for the text to get there, so there's the delay. And, like, that's one of those things that it was always, like, if this scene was done today, how would it still be suspenseful? Or, like, if this plot line was done today, how would it still be suspenseful? Because, like, when Giles figured it out, he could have just texted Buffy, OBT dubs, don't stab him in the heart because it's not going to kill him. It just makes him stronger or whatever. Like, it ruins yeah. some of those, like, build-ups. And they're still finding ways to make that, like, a, a non-issue. Yeah. Which I think is cool and creative. Um, I feel like it's very specific that Toby is like, let's go to the chem lab. There are a million places in that high school that are quieter. I thought, you know? I thought maybe because they're lab partners, he was like, and they've kind of been getting along oh, there. Let's like, go to a yeah, place let's go there. And then, I'm going to tell you. Like, so that was the thing, like, it's a place that they were both getting along. I guess, but, like, they also got along at the grill. Like, they they get along but they're, in various but they're places. continuously in lab together. Because it's a class. Yeah. And that's, like, where they started. Like, we're forced to be together. I just... They make, also, like, like, they make would... Toby so much scarier in this episode than he needs to be. And, like, I get it. But, like, this didn't need to be that dramatic. Mm-hmm. Yes, it did. It's Pretty Little Liars. Everything needs to be that dramatic. Um, I stand correct. You're with Allison's killer. We have proof. Uh, Sean and Hannah want homecoming king and queen. Yay! But Hannah doesn't even know. No, because Hannah She's... ran away. Yeah. Because they had Toby's file and they had to hey. read it. And then this is where we find out the real dish uh, from the Jenna thing. Yeah. Which, Addie, what are your thoughts? Weird. (laughs) Weird. Yeah. I think it... I don't have words. Just like... (laughs) Granted, they're step-siblings, so nothing that they're doing is technically illegal. Yeah, Yeah, like I get... That they're not siblings. They weren't children together. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think their parents have only been married for a couple of years at this point. Like, they I'm not they saying it's not gross together. or weird, it's, but, like, but it's like, not as bad as uh, actual, like, biological siblings. Yeah. But it's still... But, yeah, so we were talking about Toby and Jenna's relationship being weird. Yeah. But then <laughs> we balanced it out by it could be weirder. <laughs> it could um, be weirder. But and it also could be a lot more normal. The fact that all three of us came up with different twins on order SVU episodes yeah. involving twins doing weird ass shit. Yeah. Like, it could be much weirder than Toby and Jenna. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then, so I didn't write, so after um, I wrote Toby and Jenna were fucking, and then I wrote nothing. And then I wrote a scene, 8 minus 1 equals 7. So, like, I just was really, in like, invested. focused and invested in that, like, ending sequence. Oh, yeah. Because it's, like, the, them trying to find Emily and then... And Toby going, we all have secrets. Yeah. So it just gets creepier and everything starts moving really quickly. And then Emily trips and falls, but we don't know what happens. Yeah. And then it cuts. Yeah. What are your notes? I, I went from the... Um... When Melissa goes to her dispenser, she's like, do you need me to tweet it? Oh, yeah. Do you want me to tweet that at you? And then my next note after that, Toby dot 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 creepy. And then I came up with Allison uh, threatening Toby and Jenna. (laughs) How the fuck did Jenna get in there? And then my next note is, well, 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 second A scene. So I had a huge jump of just like. Yeah, like we like just solid watching. But a lot happens in that last I have in the middle of that is when Melissa goes, it's a sweet ride. Oh, uh, <laughs> when she's announcing the homecoming oh, king and queen. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, the, the end sequence is, like, really, like, dramatic and involved. So you've got um, Toby, like, trying to convince Emily to stay. And mm-hmm. then that's when Emily, like, cuts his face with her ring by oh. accident because she's trying to defend herself. It's oh. so bad. And Toby just, like, Toby... Like he's not trying to fight it. What it's in, yeah. What it's implying is Toby just wants her to hear the, his, side, his of side of the Jenna situation. And oh yeah, because you know what, he doesn't. Sorry, just thinking like because Allison or Allie sees them together. He doesn't know what Allie told them, and Allie wouldn't miss it. Like right. Sorry, that that he it was, was just like it was sitting. I'm he like, either oh, wants yeah. to clear his name or. Murder Emily. I think. Oh, I think. Yeah. Clear but, his name and talk with her, but also. But whatever it is, Emily he wants it like, to come what? from him and not from the rumor mill. Yeah. Not from um, Alley. Or not from her I, other friends, because like that's where he starts to get agitated. Is when it's like Hannah and Spencer and Ari are trying to call Emily, and he's yeah. like, "Is that your friends?" Because he's worried that they're gonna like tell her something that he wants to be able to explain to her. Yeah, he wants to have that conversation open and honestly with her like a grown-up. Yeah. He doesn't well, want it to... And, like, to compare it to another relationship, Arya not... Like, Fitz not hearing about A from Arya and finding out himself ended up in the explosion that has yeah. happened over the last couple of episodes. Like, Toby wants Emily to hear it from him so that she can hear it like what in theory the truth yeah. instead of hearing the rumor mill okay. I'd believe him over someone else at I this point also what if Allie said anything about it 
Yeah. Um, and we get our second A scene, which I like. I really like this one because it's Emily tripping and screaming. Cuts to black, and then it's A like spray painting over the eight in the population number and bringing it down to seven. They took so much paint with them. Oh, that yeah. like taking so much paint, and then they A's get the paintbrush. A's, A's over so prepared. far into the paint. Yeah. Pan. Oh my gosh. It was dramatic. I think it was that too is much. the best thing I've too ever extra. seen in my entire life. So much paint for one yeah. number. I also really liked um, going back. I don't know what reminded me of this, but I really like that when they get back and Hannah like gets, um, she has the file and her and Lucas get back and she gets Spencer and Arya's attention and then she like hugs Lucas yes. and Lucas is like, what is happening? I thought that was like the most endearing and like adorable reaction to a thing she like hugs him and she like thanks him or whatever and he what like, a pure bean lucas up. is yeah and draven and draven mostly lucas but also draven i mean you didn't have a lot of predictions this time uh, you oh, have I've none been, like, i've been keeping them like i guess more quiet i did though however mark that one of my predictions was right that Hannah was gonna go find Spencer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or not Spencer. Uh, uh, find Jenna's file. Yeah, she was going to break Jenna's in. file. It was Toby's. But yeah, mm-hmm. you you did get that right. But that was in the beginning. Her last job. week's prediction was like, oh, look at me. That very obvious one. Um, Hold on. I got to flip through my notes. Because usually I'll have them separated versus. Yeah, tonight was a weird night because we yeah. did things a little differently. Oh, yeah. I do. I like, I'm. Don't think Toby's tattoo has to do with Allie and like her disappearance. Like I mean, it might, but I think the nine hundred one. Like I feel like it's indicating something else. But it okay. Um. But yeah. So so you're predicting that the nine hundred one maybe doesn't have to do like, with Allie. It's yeah. a phone call. It's a area code. That's what I was saying. Like, like Ithaca is six hundred seven. Respect the code. Maybe 901 is an area code. Maybe. It's um, not a standard Philadelphia area code, so it's not like any of their phone numbers. Yeah, and I don't think it's a but. central New York one. I've never heard of it before. Hold um, on, let me look at the internet. My cards are getting heavier on Mona, because, like, A, she's reacting. <laughs> a. <laughs> but she's reacting so much and so aggressively to everyone, plus... Um, Memphis, Tennessee. Someone would have had to have been in the school to write on the tarot cards like, "bye bye" or like, "kiss your best friend goodbye," because someone would have had to see one of them leaving, either Hannah leaving the school or Emily leaving. Oh, and we had said that Spencer, her date for the prom, not prom, homecoming, homecoming. that people would be aware of is because Spencer is on the homecoming committee and if Mona's the one that knew maybe Mona's also on the committee she could be on the committee and but... being on the committee would make it easy to touch Taylor's card I don't think she was on the committee I don't think she was because either. you don't see her in that scene where everybody's painting stuff like if she was in the scene I feel like they would have given her a line or two or at least um, like showed her yeah I mean, but also supporting Addie's Mona is a theory. Mona knows that Spencer was bringing Alex because she's watching them. And, like, 
Spencer wasn't keeping mm. Alex a secret. And Hannah brought up, like, Myrna's always been there for me. Like, she's always listening. She's always taught, like, she talks with me. Like, yeah, even if even if she's just helping me buy shoes or whatever, yeah. I'm like, mm, I don't trust Myrna. So, again, I'm... That's fair. Doubling down on Mona. Oh, okay. I wrote triple down on Mona. Mona. <laughs> Mona. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Alrighty. Is that all? Mm. Is there anything else? I don't think so. I think that was it. Cool. Next week is season one, episode seven, the homecoming hangover, right? <laughs> Something um, like that. What does that name say to you, Adderall? Is anything? Uh, there are probably probably not going to be a positive episode. They're going to be dealing with a homecoming hangover. All They're going to have from hangover. They're all going to need to sit down and Take eat an some Advil. soup dumplings because that is Ooh. the best hangover cure and talk about their issues. Soup dumplings are so good. I'm trying to think what my favorite hangover food is. Soup dumplings saved my life oh, once. I usually I like can't eat cold, anything. I like cold leftovers. When I'm hungover. Chinese no, I need some so kind of good. Soup. I have Panda Express in my fridge right oh, now. Panda is great for a hangover. Like, during yeah. hangover. It's just so vinegary and sugar. And the MSG is good for your soul. Oh, yes. All of it. It's just so delicious. That's all the secrets we can share today. For all of our updates, or if you just want to say hi, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at APLL Podcast. Or you can send us an email at a pretty little liars podcast at gmail.com. Listen to us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. We'd like to extend our thanks to Tim Buell for the marvelous music. And a thank you to Ann Allen for the amazing artwork. And an extra special thank you to you for listening. Until, Until next time, bitches. bitches.